0: Welcome to the newest episode of Mission Down the Rabbit Hole. I'm Ryan, and I'm here with my lovely, lovely friend, Tessa. This is episode six, is that right? What episode are we on? Six or seven, six? I think six. <laughs> we'll find out. But welcome to this episode. This pretty much sums up my life right now. Um, so for anyone who's a new listener or even not a newer listener um, our friends who have been here with us uh, we've gone down some rabbit holes of conspiracies and I'm sure we'll continue to do that but something that I'm super interested in and that Kefta is a master of (laughs) are... <laughs> don't call me a master
1: of anything <laughs> by the way this is episode seven. Oh,
0: good episode. okay so episode seven thank you so um are the more mystical aspects of life I uh, really been interested in in manifesting and I've always kind of dabbled in self-help and trying to learn more about spirituality and astrology and anything that I can really learn about that. So that's what this episode's going to be all about. Um, some of our episodes are more structured than others. This isn't it. <laughs> We're just going to have a conversation, uh, kind of see where it goes. And hopefully we'll cause anyone who's listening to ask more questions and research more and look into it for themselves. So that's my long ass intro. my interpretation of manifestation, uh, which is super new, right? Like I'm not, I don't have vision boards or anything like that, but just kind mm-hmm. of what, how I understand it and how I think it's different and better than when we tell somebody just to think positively. So, I agree. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so on that note for me, um, think like any other American or human or whatever. We're all should be healing from some kind of bullshit trauma or whatever. So, absolutely. Yeah, we all have those. Um, but I spent a lot of time, um, you know, dealing with it conventionally or whatever as a younger adult and teenager, where you talk to doctors and you get prescriptions and you self medicate and do all those things. Uh, but I really started reading about how to kind of change that mentality where I'm not the victim, even though I may not have been able to control the circumstances that caused my pain. um, I don't have to live like that for the rest of my life. I don't have to hold on to it and keep reliving that trauma. Yes, Um, yes, there it is. Yeah, and it's on me to, to kind of change those things. And so the first thing that I ever heard someone tell me was, well, you just have to change your perspective, you know? If you're just thinking about it negatively, then just change your perspective and think about it positively. Well, fucking thanks, Karen. Like, I'll just (laughs) go ahead and do that. I'll just, I'll just think positively. But that's not always um, realistic. Well, no. And that doesn't, that doesn't even make sense. There's no, (laughs) there's no like help in that really. Mm -hmm. Um, Which I think is where the term maybe toxic positivity came from you know Mm -hmm. people are always like oh just look at the bright side and whatever bullshit Mm -hmm. so I tried to read past that and got into reading some other things from like the holistic psychologist right um such a great resource yeah she's one of my favorites uh started doing some gratitude journaling and things like that but then really started reading about manifesting and how important our words are and not even just the words we say out loud oh yes but the self-talk. Mm-hmm. And so what you think and what you say, you will get and, and it, it, in the most arbitrary way. Yes. So I'm not talking about manifesting a million dollars. So you certainly could, you could manifest mm-hmm. millions of dollars if that was what you wanted to do. And you believed in that, but it's even on the silliest things, if you if you think about all of the bad things that could happen, if you're one of those people, that's a worst case scenario person or a worrier,
1: Mm -hmm. you're going to
0: attract that. You're going to have that because you're looking for it. You're talking about it. Yeah. So, um, that's one of the things that I've really been working on and I'll catch myself falling back into bad habits and bad patterns of talking shitty to myself. And then I'm like, no, this is, this is not okay. And I have some good friends that that helped me along the way too. So that's kind of a place that I'd like to go and explore.
1: I think, um, I love what you said because it's so much about, I mean, it's kind of like, what do you want? Not in that basic way, but what do you, what type of day do you want to have? Do you want to have a good day where you really take your time enjoying every activity that you're doing or do you want to have a shit day where every activity that you do pisses you off right some you know things happen externally but the way you respond to them is how you respond to them yeah it's um, on
0: you
1: yeah and so you know that, that's a basic example but like apply it to anything so if it's something you want like manifesting is like a it's it's a serious thing you know and like it's like be careful what you wish for you know Mm -hmm. you you get what you get um it's like what do you really want do you want to be a uh whatever your definition is of a good person. Do you want to be a good person? Whatever your definition is of a successful person, do you want to be successful? Like whatever that means to you, do you really want it? Do you believe in yourself? That's such a big part of it is just Mm -hmm. believing in yourself. Do you believe that you deserve to achieve whatever that want is or that desire or that goal? If you don't think you are, then you're not going to get it. It's going to be more of a lustful thing. I want this because it will validate this something you really want and you believe I want this this is a goal I can achieve this because I am this I can do this those kinds of things that's what manifesting is for me I Um, totally
0: agree having the ability to understand that you have the self-worth to to have it as well is the biggest thing right that was a that's a key thing knowing that you're worthy or what I hate to say that a stupid thing to say but but it's the, true Any if you want it you can have it kind of a thing and I don't think of it as like this whole little like rub a genie lamp and someone gives you three wishes and you can have what you want like right shit, that no, should no, no, no. take work so to me in a practical sense right like uh and I'm not doing a good job of the example I'm about to tell you but you <laughs> know in a practical sense, I spent a good majority of the last five years working out and being fit and getting stronger and building muscle. And that is something that I enjoyed on a, such a huge level. Um, obviously, it helps your helps your mentality, you know, exercising. And you look good dormant, doing it. Right? <laughs> and the sense of accomplishment. So for me, I know that that is something that I want. So in order to manifest it, I have to keep telling myself that, I am worth it and it is worth me taking the time to do it. And as I keep telling myself that, then I'm going to change little habits that are going to help me achieve that, right? So manifesting isn't literally a magical thing where someone's going to drop a million dollars in your doorstep. It's going to be mm-hmm. you changing your attitude and changing your habits to get to where you need to be to get what you're wanting.
1: Right there, bingo. And and in that statement, you have to realize how important it is and how much work is required. That's why it's something you really have to want. And you have to really believe in yourself for it because you're changing. When you have a big goal like that, something you're, I want to be successful. This is the goal. It's probably a big goal. A lot has to change. Habits have to change. You're probably going to move. The job's Mm going to change. Relationships will change. Aspects of you will change. That's big change. That's tower moments that have to happen. Are you willing to do that? That has to happen in most cases for a lot of things because we're usually so out of alignment with where we need to be because of our programming and then everything that we come from um yeah (laughs) the will to achieve what I want what I desire
0: what I'm capable of what exactly and what I think gets a lot of people well because it gets me are those bigger goals or those bigger steps, you know, because you're like, oh shit, that's so overwhelming. I'm never going to be able to do that. How am I going to do that? So you have to start smaller. And while I fundamentally know these things and I coach them and I tell them to people, I'm a human being and I (laughs) for myself can't wrap my head around it sometimes. So that's something that I'm really trying to work on. Um, and maybe I'm not actively working on it in the, um, exercise phase right now but i am working on changing my mindset and changing habits to make other aspects of my life better right now because that's my focus for whatever reason so i
1: think it's a great thing to be focused on since i've met you <laughs> you you definitely i've noticed changes in you you're more not that you weren't ever lacking in these areas but you're more you feel more you like you're that you would say what you think and that you're confident in what you say and who you are. I've always felt that from you, but it I just feel it like even more now than I did like when we
0: first met. That's just, I love that shit. That's the energy I like. <laughs> I appreciate that. And it's so, I'm so glad because that stuff that a lot of times we can't see in ourselves because we live with ourselves every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do definitely feel that. And, and I've made, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go there because sorry but even in like so I've always been a people pleaser right which means oh shit I better just just gotta be careful I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings or stuff we're Pisces toes. right I love everybody I want everybody to be happy all the time
1: you're at but, yeah you're at the dispense of the environment so right you have to make sure everyone's okay but right. it's, it's a challenge
0: so the environment we're in now you know with all of this "Quote unquote COVID hoax bullshit," and I'll say it. And I'll say it again. It's hoax. Fucking hoax. It's not a thing. Okay. Thank you. Um, with the masks, right? I don't wear a mask. I don't go to Publix with a mask. I don't go to Walgreens with a mask. I don't go to Target with a mask. Um, I don't make my kids wear a mask. They go to school, so school makes the kids wear a mask. And I haven't gotten to a point in my life where I can homeschool my kids. So right now. The best option for us is for them to go to school. And that's where we are. Does that make me a shitty parent? Many people will tell you that. Well, they many people will tell me that I'm abusing my kids and having them go to public school and wear a mask. I don't, I don't know what to tell you about that. But it was really hard for me at first. It was anxiety-inducing. It, it would make me sweat. And I will even say today, I avoid going into a place in a different city than where I live because it's way stricter there on masks. And I, even though I don't wear a mask in most stores in the city, I just had this feeling, maybe it was intuition, which I'd love to talk about, um, yes. or maybe it was just my pre-programming to have worst case scenario. I just had this feeling that I was gonna deal with a confrontation that I didn't wanna deal with. So I didn't wear the mask, but I didn't go in the store. I didn't do what I needed to do because I didn't want to deal with whatever perceived consequence I had. But um, but that's different than how I've always ever been. Like I am don't want to say confrontational, but I'm much more ready to, you know, hold my boundaries and speak my peace and say what I think. God bless. So it's a it's a good time to be alive for that, I guess, because <laughs> there's opportunities everywhere for that shit. But anyway so that's that's how I feel about that Um, what did you want to say about intuition to me intuition uh, gut instinct whatever you want to call it has never not been a part of me I have always had it I've always felt it millions of times probably ignored it and suppressed it because that's Mm -hmm. what we do to be comfortable Mm -hmm. or to make other people comfortable Mm -hmm. Um, but it's a thing that I really think that every human is born with because it's a natural ability. It's like a nature thing. And it really boggles my mind how many people want, right? And it's usually based around rules, which is incidentally where I'm most apt to use my (laughs) intuition. I am not gonna say I'm a big rule breaker and I definitely abide by laws, but my little caveat is that's if I think they make sense. (laughs) <laughs> or, if <they're> not
1: stupid. <laughs> or if they're not stupid there you go
0: like the mask thing you might have it posted that it's required I'm still fucking not gonna wear it because it doesn't make sense and there's no logic to it so exactly. you know um but it just really blows my mind how many people ignore that gut feeling mm-hmm. That's in the not okay. of science for example right like that's the whole reason I stopped vaccinating my kids started with a gut feeling. Mm-hmm. I was like, this, there's something not right about this. Like I don't, and it didn't start with an injury. It went full stop with when one of my kids got injured, but it started with just weird things that what the doctors were saying didn't line up with what I was seeing. Um, and, and certainly my hindsight is much clearer than it was at the time but it really all started with this gut feeling and so many people ignore gut feelings in the name of quote unquote science because some expert told them this expert went to school so they're smarter than your gut feeling and that's fucking bananas to me
1: or anybody who just it doesn't even necessarily have to be a doctor right look for an external person to validate what you're feeling so strongly internally and you're just more prone to choose whatever the other person says
0: which it makes you comfortable
1: and, you like, know, another thing you mentioned, the gut thing, uh, that's so much of it that why some people, you know, who would think that they don't have intuition or that they're not capable of it, what's their eating habits like in their health? If you have poor gut health in the processed food you're eating, then you're not, <laughs> you're not connected. There's a whole lot of things that are going to be off balance from that.
0: Oh, intuition, the gut-brain connection, it's to, yeah.
1: yeah, that's going to be one of them. So,
0: right? Yeah, what do we... So our diet is called the SAD diet, the standard American diet. Have you heard that?
1: No, but the American diet is SAD. Oh my God.
0: (laughs) The standard American diet, um, also referred to as the SAD diet.
1: I've Um, never heard of that. That is, (laughs) that's fucking hilarious.
0: A few years ago, I worked with a uh, nutritional therapist who I learned so much from and really changed my health at the time Mm -hmm. which I fucking need to go back to doing because I don't I eat like hello bourbon which I'm about (laughs) to refill among other bullshit food um anyway so yeah the standard American diet just really wrecks people you know and then you see things like today going viral fucking Krispy Kreme show us your vaccination card every day you can get a free donut every day for the rest of the year absurd
1: i just laughed when i saw that i'm like wow if you buy into this what is wrong with people like
0: if you buy into that come on and millions of people do it's sad and you've got like you've got the extreme people they're like gotta get the vaccine and look at this i'm gonna get a donut and then you've got the extreme people like us they're like there's no fucking way not only am i not gonna (laughs) get the vaccine but i'm not gonna go eat a donut every day for the rest of the year because that's not what health is about You get the people in the middle that are like, it's just a donut. Why are you making a big deal out of that? It's just a donut. It's just a vaccine. You need to fucking pick a side, bro. Sorry. I just ranted on that.
1: (laughs) This is what we're here to do.
0: Right? But yeah, I think intuition is really important. I have had what I would say are gut feelings or whatever um, in what could be potentially scary situations. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes I'll ignore them out of social pressure because I don't want to misjudge someone or something or a situation right Mm -hmm. like uh if I'm I actually make it a habit to never walk through a parking garage at night by myself but No. no 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 you know but like being in a parking lot for example walking out of the store if I if there's someone walking too close to me like I will make a snap judgment and then sometimes I'll ignore that because I feel bad about you know, making that assumption, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. I don't need to fucking feel bad about you. If you're not a murderer, you're not a murderer. That's cool. <laughs> you don't know that I'm, you know, weirded out by you, I guess, but.
1: I would say you trust your intuition because uh, usually it's right. You mm-hmm. might not understand what the message is, but it that's the, the logical mind trying to understand and make sense you know that's why the body tells you what to do like whoa step back you know right I really want you to share the story about um the encounter that you had the other day while you were driving on the highway with the animal (laughs) Y'all are not going to believe this shit because I still don't believe this shit.
0: So driving home from work the other day, uh, it was, it was actually a really good day. I'm going to say that for, for one thing, it was a good day. It was leaving a little bit early. I was gonna, I was gonna have a good dinner that night. I was excited about it. Sky was blue, no traffic, all good things. So I'm driving and I look up and I have a habit of looking up anyway, because I'm always looking for my friends the hawks so I see hawks every day it's my spirit animal I'm convinced of it you'll never change my mind yes Um, totem right so I'm always looking for my friends the hawks or eagles I see eagles a lot
1: is that something I can say really quick yeah I had um so one of my classes I had a couple weeks ago uh, my teacher was telling us the difference between a spirit animal and a totem oh, cool. animal.
0: I don't know this. Yeah.
1: Because I, I didn't know this either. And from my understanding, what she said, a spirit animal is an animal or it can be a few, um, but it's more so one animal or maybe two, not a lot um, that have kind of been with you your whole life, if mm-hmm. not your whole life a big part of it, like half your life or something Mm -hmm. like that. And then totem animals are going to be more animals that come in at various times. Like, oh, I see dragonflies every time I'm going to move. Like that Mm -hmm. would be a totem animal. Um, Your hawks though, would be more like a spirit animal. They've been with you forever, or you're seeing them now, but they resonate with you deeply. It's different than a totem. Not that it's not deep because there's a connection with both, but the spirit animal is, it's just a little, it's a little deeper it feels um, and it's a little farther stretching. Um, I think there there is some different kind of things like as far as like, you know, you can go into like a uh, shamanism with it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I know that's a different area that I don't know much about with the way that they look at their totems. View their animals, yeah. Yeah, um, but I know they have a different kind of view on it. And then I think there's some other ones too, but that was kind of like the gist of what the difference is with those.
0: So it's funny, just, and then I'll finish my story, but like even growing up, birds in general have always played a big part in my life, which I didn't really think about until you just brought that up. Um, But when I was little, we always had birds. Um, I had my own birds. My grandma always had birds, but my grandma also, when I was really young, had a hawk. That would always come to her yard um, in the Keys and she would feed it every day. Oh um,
1: my God.
0: So it's, and I never made that connection either, but like I always, I, mm,
1: it feels I don't know. deep for you. Like you're it feeling for them. For it's, it's a big deal. Yeah, it's yeah. deep.
0: It's a big wow. deal. And then, so, but I didn't start seeing them every day until whatever it was when I told you. It was you right. know, in the last year, whatever, within the last year. I have started, I literally see them every day. Just, It's uh, like my crows. <laughs> yeah, like sometimes I see them. There's this one spot where I'm driving to work and when it's really foggy, there's two of them and they sit on this fence line, like sentries, that's what they look like. Oh my like God. Keeping watch, right? And there's always these two, but it's only when it's foggy, it's crazy. So anyway, um, so I was looking up in the sky driving home, you know, just looking in front of my friends, my hawk friends. And I see this big old bird flying and it's real pink. <laughs> and like, my mind could not wrap my head around it. I was like, the fuck is that? Why is there a pink bird flying? P.S. for anyone who's listening, I do live in Florida. And I was like, that's a fucking flamingo. <laughs> there is a flamingo by himself or herself flying. And he's low. Like I could see it was big. It was pink. I knew it was flamingo. Flew right over the highway. And I was like, "That? What is that?" So I'm li- driving and texting. Sorry, I try not to do that. My husband first. I was, or I called him. I was like, "Babe, I just saw a fucking flamingo fly over." <laughs> and he's like, "He's like, yeah. I mean, I guess that's possible. You're by the water." I was like, "Flamingos don't live in Florida." Tyson's like, <laughs> "Yeah." He's like, "I mean, you know." I, I said, "Well, maybe it escaped from the zoo. I don't know. Like, I've never." It's not a thing. And he's like, well, I used to see him all the time, you know, when we were in the Keys. I was like, i am one in the Keys. I grew up there, too. That's crazy. So it was just the most mind-boggling thing to me that I was like, that was a flamingo. Yes, it was. I can't believe that you saw this flamingo. Just a straight band of flamingo.
1: So on the he's note like, of the flamingo, I did some research into the flamingo. To make the connection, which yeah, I
0: texted you while I was driving. <laughs>
1: yeah. Spoiler. It's like, bitch, I just saw a flamingo dude. <laughs> and I was like, spirit, what does this mean? <laughs> so right. so um, for anyone listening, uh, what I like to do, this is something new that I've been trying, and it has been very useful um, if you are trying to notice or you're starting to, you know, become more aware and you're noticing, you know, these animal symbols, like the same red bird comes to see you all the time now, or you see a hawk or a flamingo, you know, that that's, that's kind of like a, here's your sign thing. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're wanting to know, what does that mean? um, What I used to do would be flamingo, for example, look up like, you know, spiritual meaning of flamingo or metaphysical meaning of flamingo and you know sort through that nightmare of results because you know you get everything under the sun and you can you're kind of just picking it apart like oh this is what I was looking for. So this is this is the nugget of truth. <laughs> <laughs> so what you can do, my teacher was telling us um just look up the animal like Wikipedia or, or I, you know, duck duck go. Um mm-hmm. Look up, or if you have a book about, on animals or whatever, but look up just like a, the regular information on the bird. Don't look up the spiritual shit. Just look up flamingo and like read about flamingos. Yeah. Yeah. And just kind of learn about them and you'll figure out what the meaning is and you'll learn more about the bird. So when people right. talk about flamingos, like right now, you can tell you know wow them. Shit. So flamingos are very vocal birds um and mean? they form which is ryan and um that whole confident stand your ground who i am very flamingo <laughs> <laughs> uh they bond very closely with their friends and their peers this is very pisces yeah. ryan just i'm here in the group i love everyone let's have a hell of a time <laughs> um and they also ferociously defend their turf, their nests. So, you know, don't fuck with me though. Um, that. Also very Yeah. Don't and take scorpio. advantage of me. Yeah, yeah. I'll help you out, but shit, you know, don't, don't cross the, wherever the line is, yeah. watch it. Um, and I didn't know that I was like, what the fuck's with the flying thing? Cause I didn't know that uh, if they could fly or not and mm-hmm. they can fly, but when they are in captivity prison, Um, they clip their wings, so that's why they can't fly, uh, or why, yeah.
0: I've seen videos of them, you know, flying in flocks, and they always they what threw me off was that there was just one, because they typically like stay in in flocks or whatever. So
1: maybe that one escaped before he was going to get clipped. That's what I'm saying. I'm telling you, it was a free bird. bird. It was a. (laughs) It was so symbolic, though. I I. I can't get enough of it. So do you, I love it. I, I love, love that it. too. So
0: I have a history of seeing strange birds. Um, so Birds are
1: spirit animals for
0: you. Well, here you go. This was a funny one. And any if anybody listens that knows me for a long time will know this story. So I was a hundred months
1: pregnant
0: with <laughs> <laughs> my last kid and I had like bronchitis or something oh, ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm fucking waddling through the parking lot to like CVS can't take anything when you're pregnant so I was gonna get those um like eucalyptus like shower tabs mm-hmm. that you can like let the let the shower Steam. water hit it and it steams up you know so it's because I need to breathe and I'm walking through the parking lot doing a CVS and out of the eye I see a fucking penguin. What? <laughs> what? right so I'm like the, like I jumped back I jumped back like it was going to be aggressive and then oh. the first thing I thought in my head was like, are penguins aggressive so the weirdest thing to me was that I thought that was my first thought are penguins aggressive like why wouldn't your first thought be why the fuck is there a penguin in the CVS parking lot mm-hmm. in Florida but it wasn't it was like is that gonna come at me bro so I jumped back a little bit and then I looked at it and I realized that it was not a penguin. It was a laundry detergent bottle in a Publix plastic bag with the loop handles tied that looked like little flappy wings and the like head of the laundry detergent bottle coming out the top that looked like a penguin head. (laughs) Yeah, and that's when I knew it was time to go home. (laughs) It was time to go home and birth this fucking baby so that I stopped seeing penguins in the goddamn parking lot of CVS so
1: delusional from your pregnancy (laughs) it was so bad
0: but I like it was so holy um, shit prominent to me that I made a whole Facebook post about it when I got back in the car (laughs) from my phone I remember doing that and to this day like people are like have you seen any penguins lately like it's just a funny story it Holy happened. shit! Yeah,
1: that happened.
0: Yeah, that happened. So thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. um We should yes.
1: do that. We should do that—an episode or just a vibe. That's just here's a story. I love that. I have <laughs> I so that. many, so many stories. There's stories.
0: <laughs> this isn't at all related to what we're talking about, but I'm going to tell you another one because <laughs> it's, it's just shit that people make fun of me about, and it's fine because it's funny and I did it and I always but I was at a party and someone, there was a grill and there was uh, like a grease spot on the concrete. Mm-hmm. But in my head, the propane was leaking, okay? And so I'm like, oh my God, don't step in that, it's propane. And my friend is like, bitch, what the fuck does propane look like? <laughs> it's a gas. It's not gonna pour out on the floor like that. Okay, that happened. It's I'm hyper aware. I'm a natural blonde, in case anybody's wondering. I have all of these blonde moments, and they're real. They're real, but I'm I'm also fucking smart, so you just have to get over the dumb moments.
1: You pick up the vibe. You get it.
0: <laughs> I get it. <laughs> uh, anyway, yes, we should do a story, a story time
1: episode. That was fun. Yeah, I love your penguin story. Oh my god, I saw a Hi. white butterfly today.
0: Did you really? I don't. See I was sitting. Very
1: often. Yeah, I was sitting at the creek. With Piper and um, I was sitting there thinking about moving and then it flew up to me and I was like, holy
0: shit. <laughs> Do people up there say "creek" or crick? I don't know. They don't talk. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because they're masked and scared of everybody.
1: Mm-hmm. They avoid so... me like the plague. And that's good. It's my butterflies and I don't want to fucking with them. Right. But yeah. Intuition. Trust it. And right. There's so many different um ways you can pick up your intuition right the gut feeling Mm -hmm. you can just have a feeling you instinctively know maybe not necessarily in your gut but something that's just like don't go that way or Mm -hmm. so and so is going to call or you think of them you know that kind of thing
0: oh shit that Um, happens
1: to me all the time all the time um you can yeah clairvoyant is when uh you'll like see you know you'll see different images um it could be it, it just depends um what was the other one? Oh, like hearing you can hear different things like that tell you what is that clear audience is that what that's called I think so clairsentience so or clairsentience clairsentience however you say it is is feeling the subtle energies clairvoyant is seeing images um and I do when I do readings I'll have clairvoyant images that come not always but mm-hmm. it depends time to time um things like I did a reading one time and I did her cards and I was looking at them and then I kept seeing like a guy with like a hurt shoulder. Like I just hit this dude and I was like, I think that's her husband. And I was like, your husband's shoulder. And he seemed like, okay. And she was like, oh yeah, he had an accident and we're waiting to hear back about the thing and the insurance or whatever. And I think it's going to be okay. And I'm like, oh yeah, the cards are great. It's going to be fine.
0: (laughs) Did you, that's so crazy. Did you have, have you always had those clairvoyant instances or is it really more when you started getting into the astrology and card reading and stuff like that
1: um I've always had it but didn't really know or totally get it um but it's definitely more activated or aware like when I do uh readings or astrology or anything like that like just talking to
0: people you know Mm -hmm. you're just in that space it just depends that's interesting. I definitely, I don't know that I've ever had that. Um, I've always had super vivid dreams. Um, and when I was a kid, I think, I think meditating, I think I was meditating when I was a kid before I knew what meditating was. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was certainly easier for me when I was younger to do it than it is now because it's harder for me to turn my brain off. You're more careful um, of spirit when you're a kid. Right. So I've always, I've had some super vivid dreams. I wouldn't even call them premonitions because I don't think any of it ever happened but maybe it's visualizations of past lives or Mm. fucking other timelines or something I don't know but I've always had a strange connection to Native American uh things um so I've always had imagery I think I told you that one time when I was doing yoga recently
1: yeah yeah I know yes the Native American story I love that
0: and I got super zoned, I guess, or whatever, and I fucking went somewhere. I did. I just, I went, I went somewhere. I projected somewhere, and there was a an Indian man, and it, nothing really happened, but it was, it was that, but growing up, I had um, weird lucid dreams about wolves, and just, like, this, I never saw the Native American people, but it, there was this There was the Native American feeling, if that makes sense. There was the, I could feel it. I knew that's what it was. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, uh, I've always had that or had that a lot when I was younger. And then I think when I meditated recently and I guess visualized my spirit guide, um, it was a woman and she definitely had Native American heritage, whether I imagined her that way or she was that way that doesn't
1: matter because we have both what is it they're they're like talismanic images which is when they're images that you create I think Mm -hmm. it's the right way and then there's the images that I forget the name of the term off the top of my head but that's the one where they just do just come to you where spirit sends it to you and it doesn't matter how you get it you get it
0: right yeah that's that's definitely a thing but I think clear sentient would be my superpower if I had one because I can read energy like a motherfucker. Um, and it it's caused, you know, arguments with Tyson sometimes because I'll be like, whoa, I don't, there's an, and he, I think it's almost where the other person doesn't even know that they're giving off that vibe or um, hadn't made the connection that they're having that feeling, but I know they're having that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, you know, what I would really love to learn are boundaries, energy boundaries, because I yes, don't want to fucking feel that all the time. I don't want to walk into a room and know that this person's having a shit day and they're about, you know, I don't want to know right. all those
1: things. Bubbles, white light. Yeah. Protect how, yourself. Do you, how do you do that? Um, Pick a shape, visualize it around you. And there you go. I mean, a little more effort than that, but right. you know um picture you know like before like when you're at your house sage yourself or light some incense or something you know Yeah, yeah do that and then um you can like pray like a protection prayer keep me safe you know and um you can visualize either like a bubble of white light extending however far out you want it to extend or you can visualize a pyramid or a square or a heart, whatever kind of 3D image that you resonate with and just fill yourself with it, imagine it. And you kind of like set that intention. And then if you feel unsafe or like you need it, you know, remember it while you're out. Strengthen it, activate it again. Um, you don't have to do white light. You can do other colors, but white is, you know, is very pure, white light is spirit. But if you want to do green or pink, whatever, it doesn't matter. Hmm.
0: Oh, you just reminded me of something that I wanted to talk about too, but, what? so I would love for you. Are you, are you player Cynthia? Do you pick up on energy like that? Yes, for sure. (laughs)
1: I'm always feeling and absorbing and, oh God, seeing down into the root of it and also seeing all of it and forward and then the pit all at once.
0: (laughs) What's the pit? Tell me that. (laughs)
1: like the is. core of it like oh this is like oh this is how they really feel and the pit of it is why like way down there like that's what's really going on
0: okay you know I in I the don't core often of getting get there like I feel it and then I think in my head I'm just like oh, I don't want I don't want to feel that so I don't want to know anything. it's just there it. yeah and
1: um oh, what was the other thing oh there was a oh that was the other one I was going to tell you there was a reading that I did one time where um it was, she, what were we talking about? Um, she was going through like a lot of changes, uh, but there was like a thing happening with like her childhood home. Mm -hmm. Like that was part of it. Like, I think it was like being sold around that time or there was something happening like that with it. Um, but there was like a lot of changes happening in, in her cards. And then like, I was seeing like this little girl riding a bike, like, from above and i was like and then so i saw that and then it had a feeling like very warm joyful like oh look at her go kind of thing like watching you know that kind of energy from above or something um so it was like oh it was her guides watching her her angels and so it was like yeah they're like it was a really like happy time and they were with her and they're with her now while she's kind of you know going through that grieving process of the home changing that's what was happening and uh, so I told her that and I was like, yeah, I can just see you riding your bike. And I think I like teared up. It was like really emotional, like how it was feeling, like mm-hmm. from their perspective. And she fucking tested me. She's like, what color is the bike? And I was like, what the fuck? And I'm like, well, the handlebars were pink is the only thing. And she was like, the handlebars were pink. That was the only thing. And I'm like, okay then, bitch.
0: Wow. Well, I can <laughs> see I, that. I can keep friends, wanting so. to like, you know kind of like feel that out a little bit. I can I can relate to that because I'm a question everything person, but mm-hmm. but you got it.
1: Let me tell you this. Okay. <laughs> Since you're talking. I I don't think I've ever, you know, I've never told you this story. And I've thought of it before and I'm like, it'll come back around. So today's the day. Today's it's the day element. I'm
0: ready. I'm here for it.
1: So speaking of questioning, one time I did a reading, a tarot reading. Uh this was the end of 2019 Mm -hmm. um so I did I had some friends over and uh did tarot readings for all of them one of them (laughs) he was like I want you to do my cards but I want to go last and I'm like okay (laughs) (laughs) so I find out that he wanted to test me (laughs) and he told everybody at the party something except for me he didn't do it like in front of me did it like right. when they all were on their way but he told all of them something uh and wanted to see if I would know what it was like how shit is that like like whatever <laughs> that's what people do so side but, really
0: quick but like that's like no. like I got testing
1: ahead. like I'm skeptical I'm gonna test her you know but but That's you're validating. not doing
0: some weird like fucking parlor trick. You know what I mean? You're not right.
1: Like you're, you're not, not doing... using a
0: Ouija board and like, <laughs> you know, saying that you're summoning spirits. You know what I'm saying? Like
1: and I wasn't even sitting there like saying, I'm so psychic, I know everything. I have never right. said that in my life. So it was right. just kind of like, why are you taking it to that kind of level? Like we're just doing this for fun. I mean, I do this. It was when right. I was first starting out like professionally, but um, so anyways. So it was time to do his cards. It was like the end of the night. And I was like uh, looking forward to it. because <laughs> I'm like, this motherfucker. So um, it was crazy. It was like a total spirit is real moment. Magic is real. It really blew me away. And it was like a moment when I was starting out and I was really like, this is going to work out. Like this, this is crazy, but it's going to work out um so we sat down I shuffled the cards like you know spread them all out on the table good shuffle uh then you know did it in my hands and everything cut the deck and so then when I'm shuffling to pull them out this card flies out this card flies out and then this one comes out and bends comes out and bends I'm like okay (laughs) and so I, I look at them the two of cups the emperor um the world card and then the card that came out and had bent out of my deck was the Empress. And so I looked at everything and it was like, oh my God. And I was like, hey, I'm not gonna say his name, but I was like, oh my God, is your wife pregnant? <laughs> like it was such an this is obvious, but right I don't do readings like that, but this is what it is kind of thing. And that's just all it was. And he looked at me and he was like Oh my God, yeah, we found out three days ago. And he was like, I told everybody here and I wanted to see if you would know. And I was like,
0: That's bananas.
1: Well, your wife's pregnant. I goosebumps. it was crazy. It was it's not crazy, but it was one of the first real like experiences for me doing cards where I right. was just like, Holy fucking shit. I mean it was an
0: affirmation that this that you were doing <laughs> the right is, thing.
1: Yeah, like the two of cups is like very harmonious time in your relationship, like very mutual, like you're really feeling each other. You're really getting along, very lovey-dovey energy. Um, the empress doesn't always mean pregnancy, but it is a meaning that is applied motherhood, fertility. Mm-hmm. Um, the emperor can be, you know, father, uh, you know, king. And then the world card was, you know, completion of cycle and you know the whole package the whole world and you know that kind of thing and it was just like wow of all the cards to come out for uh you're pregnant
0: did (laughs) you get like did you get any sort of um clairvoyant vision with that or was it just purely reading the cards I remember like I just saw his wife but it was like because I don't
1: always have like a visual but I remember like just seeing her Mm -hmm. so like it's her And then it just is a feeling like um that feeling of like knowing like oh I have to do this. Oh,
0: your wife's pregnant. Like duh. It just (laughs) Just, came it some it was yeah. Okay. It comes like it's like that.
1: Like, oh duh, she's pregnant. Like, yeah.
0: Interesting. That's awesome.
1: It was so wild. I was sitting there like shitting myself when it happened. That's I remember crazy. telling Chris and I was just like, that really happened. Like, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. And he was like, I believe you. And I was just like, I can't believe it. Oh my it's god. Like, Cause like I was doing it for a little bit, but that was like, I had quit my job like a few months before. So it was like, okay, I'm really going to do this. Right. Mean- <laughs> and that like,
0: was what cool. you needed. That was like the confirmation kind of a thing. Right. Wild. I love it. I love that. I love this conversation. <laughs> um, me too. I think this is my favorite so far. Um More I- of you said this. something. You said something earlier and I wanted to expand on it and I can't remember what it was.
1: Let's backtrack, back it up, Shit. dump truck it.
0: <laughs> let me look at let me look at your notes really quick. Hold on.
1: My ramblings. Oh, I have something. We don't have to go into detail of it now, but um, I thought of the spirit animal thing. I had a healing session done a couple weeks ago, and in my session, um, she saw a honey badger.
0: Okay, so fucking thank you because you just read my mind.
1: Okay. Well, you go you're... then,
0: since I know what I was. No, going to no, no, say. no, no. I no, you wrote it. I want to hear what you have to say and I'll tell you what I have to say. Okay. About the honey badger.
1: <laughs> so, so yeah, I had a, I had a healing session a couple weeks ago. It was like, I think it was like a week or two before I got my uh, wisdom teeth out. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was like three or four weeks ago. She's also a Scorpio. Um, so I was laying down. She did like a, it was like a, a shamanic drumming. Uh, She had a drum. It was awesome. Did the frequency music. um, And so it was kind of like a guided meditation thing. And she kind of walked me through some things. And so it was, you know, Scorpio healing session. So it was kind of intense. Um, (laughs) So it was like going to see a 13, 14 year old version of myself, like insane. And so she, after our session, and we were talking about the experience, you know, sharing what I saw, what she saw, um, she said that when we started, she saw a honey badger and he was taking her down into a cave. And she knew when we were, when the honey badger took her into a cave, that we were going someplace really heavy and really dark. And then there was no color. And I was like, oh yeah, we were in my bedroom. (laughs) So... That happened a few weeks ago. So a couple of days ago, I had uh my class and we did this astral scavenger hunt, <laughs> okay. which was really cool. And it was kind of like a guided meditation that she walked us through and would just kind of be like, you know, create this or open the box, what's in it kind of thing, you know. So In that meditation, we're walking, or I'm walking, and then she says, okay, and and you'll reach the end of this path, and a totem animal will appear, and she says that, honey badger shows up, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I know you, I'm like, I've never seen, I've never had the experience with a honey badger, never really thought of them at all before, until our session we had, that was kind of the first Mm -hmm. experience, but she saw it, I didn't see it, so it was really crazy to see him and he helped me like with this other guide and it was just really crazy. So what did I do? I looked up honey badgers. Okay. To see what they're like because what the fuck does this mean? And...
0: Did you learn that honey badgers don't give a shit?
1: I learned they don't give a fuck. And you know, it's actually funny because do you remember when that was kind of a trendy thing?
0: Yeah, there's a whole YouTube video of this dude. Yes. Um, voicing over it's fucking my favorite youtube video of all time
1: do you remember like what year that's that came out because i don't i was remembering that was a thing and i'm wondering if it's around the same time that i was 13 14
0: it was at least 10 to 12 years ago but i can was... google search oh. me. <laughs> so hold on because like Carrie-
1: if it's the right time period, that would be hilarious because I remember that being a thing. And I mean, I wasn't particularly into the honey badger thing, but I thought it was funny. And I was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. And I mean, I clearly did, but (laughs) right now I'm much more in the school of, I don't give a fuck. So the honey badger, they have, uh, they're notorious. Like they have very thick skin but it also is loose so that they can twist and turn and be comfortable in it. 10 years ago, exactly, 2011. Look at a moment. So that was, okay, I was older than that, but anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So um, yeah, so they have really thick skin, but they are still comfortable in it. They can take on any other species if Mm -hmm. their escape is not an option, um, including lions. Um, including a fucking cobra i'm just saying like hello i don't want to hurt you but if you put me in a fucking corner watch out (laughs) um there was something else about them oh that they were mostly solitary creatures and if i am not anything but a solitary creature this life previous lives it's that so i think i think they have like um so
0: interesting they have companion like they'll have like a a companion or a partner or something you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um but when so at my previous job we all took some you know whatever fucking personality test and I always whatever brand of this personality test I always end up on the same whatever it is right so I'm I am an extroverted introvert
1: Oh the Myers Briggs.
0: Yeah, but whatever version of it I'm always one of these things, right? And so on one particular one it was an animal thing and I was in an, an otter lion. Mm. So those were my two and I was like 50/50. 50, 50. So I was innovative like an an otter, right? Like they're, they they're inventive, they're innovative, they come up with new ideas. But I was a fucking lion because I take goddamn charge. Absolutely, fucking no. and I especially go right especially <laughs> if I'm comfortable and I like I'll, I'll lead people right and I was like the only person that had that combination or whatever I love um, it but then we all voted uh in our, our team session or whatever like what animal a person would be and I was voted a fucking honey badger
1: oh my god
0: you're and my ad- honey badger what yes. the yes and this was like eight years ago or, or six six i don't know whatever but i was i was voted a honey badger i'm I- getting hot right now i'm right? sweating oh my so god like, i have always identified with honey badger number one mm-hmm. that's my favorite youtube video of all time um, what the yeah. fuck? side note have you ever watched this is not never really at all but have you ever watched the lucid chart youtube videos do you know what those are i don't think so all right, when we're done, you'll have to look it up. But Lucid Chart is like a, a software that makes like fucking organizational charts. But ah. they take animals and they're funny. And so there's <sighs> one about snakes. Oh fuck! But they call them snakes. Snakes. And like they they just call them different names, like um, Murder Spigarter and Danger Noodle. Anyway, you have to watch it because it's funny. But yeah, so I'm a honey badger also because i just don't give a shit
1: i found my notes the other thing it says here that i noted they are notorious for their strength ferocity Mm -hmm. and toughness
0: yep they can get out of anything also i watched an actual documentary on honey badgers one time and um they they're awesome and they are so they're so innovative that they will find whatever they can to build a way to get out of an enclosure i'm blown away they're crazy
1: so there you go
0: so i'm glad you brought that up because i was looking at your notes and i was like i wanted to tell you about honey badger because she wrote that down
1: fuck yeah something else to say about that healing experience i had because this is something important to share the internal mental self-talk you know that can that can kind of stay the same you know there's a loop i mean Mm -hmm. yes even when you're, you're conscious of it and you're working on it, you you still get into a loop that you yeah. have to like work yourself out of, but right. Think about your whole life. It's kind of been the same loop, mm-hmm. change a few details, but it's the same fucking loop, right? Think about when you were like 15, it's basically the same loop. Mm-hmm. So, um, I get stuck in that loop sometimes, right? Like, I'm Oh, I, I feel like I'm, you know, 16 again, or, you know, something happens and then it takes, you know, you back to this place or that place and you're in in there again. So when I had my session, I was in looking at my 13, I was around the age 13, 14. I was like looking at myself, sitting on the bed and taking it all in. And it was, the, it was, it was just, wow. I was laying on the floor and I'm looking at myself and I can feel how I felt then. Mm-hmm. Didn't grow up in a great house. Shock, <laughs> if you <laughs> hadn't guessed, right? <laughs> So, didn't grow up in a great house, and I'm a Scorpio anyway. So, 13, 14, I was angry as hell and moody and emotional, right? So, um, I'm sitting and mostly in my room, solitary creature. So, um, but I was depressed when I was a teenager for real. And um, so, I was looking at myself, and so I could feel what it was like to be 13, 14 again. And like my whole body was like moving, like I was sweating, like my knees were buckling. I couldn't sit still. Like my body was moving like this. And I was just like, was telling her like, I'm okay, but I'm really tense right now. Right. So I was like, I don't want to stop, but like, help me out a little. <laughs> Something's <Right>. happening. <laughs> and she's just like, okay, focus on your feet or something. And I'm like, they're moving or something <laughs> like help. <laughs> but um. The biggest thing from it i I was able to you know stabilize you know calm down but so what i was noticing right i was literally feeling what it was like to be 13 again and my nervous system was not regulated if you grow up in a household where you know uh there's yelling um there's any kind of traumatic events uh you're where things are unpredictable they're chaotic your nervous system is out of whack you've got the fight or flight thing you're always kind of what's going on something's happening right so I grew up like that with my nervous system, very out of whack and i very stressed, always on the edge and looking back, you know, I didn't ever feel like, oh, I feel great. I'm normal, but I didn't feel like I was always sitting there buckling nervous. Cause I wasn't, right. I wasn't doing that, but I was literally feeling that energy again. And I could feel like, wow, this, this is how it used to feel used to, it doesn't feel like this anymore. So it was crazy to see like, wow, it's actually so not aligned with who you are anymore.
0: And how about how you also normalized that shit when you were 13?
1: (laughs) That's the other thing that too, look how, look what was normal then. And look at how my normal energy is now for me, what is normal for me. I am very calm. I can sit still. There's actually no buckling of the knees or anything like that.
0: Like before you had that experience, if someone said, hey, like you know think back when you were 13 you like what were you feeling would you have remembered any of that energy
1: oh I definitely would have remembered it feeling exactly how it felt I probably wouldn't have immediately like buckled up like that but like right. but I I felt it I feel it now so like talking about it, it hasn't gone away right um but no like it my child my whole childhood was just heavy like that it all mm-hmm. feels heavy like that um so, but it was so crazy because I mean, I know I'm not in that place anymore, right I'm not thirteen, right, but it was a an area of me then she says that, um and I agree with her that you know we have an inner child, but we have several versions, like think of you you know at seven, eight, nine, ten, and then winter when you're ten, and summer when you're ten, you know, different experiences are right. different versions of you, um so she said that you know when you're doing healing, like inner child work or adolescent worker or, or just a younger version in general she says that there are right different versions and so different versions come forward that when they're ready kind of thing so i didn't know what was going to come up in our session she didn't either we were just like we're going to do some healing stuff you know whatever it is i knew it would be like some childhood stuff but i didn't know where and when we started it it was like she started playing she did the drums i, I told you and then she started the music And as soon as the music started, like I'm telling you immediately, I was standing in front in my front yard, like looking at my childhood home this quick. And so I told her about it afterwards. And she was like, I totally planned on doing a longer like setup as we went into it. And she's like, but as soon as I started the music, something was like, no, we're ready. Go now. It's ready now. And I'm like, I was fucking there, dude, like in a second. Right. Um, And so she said that version was ready to come out, ready to be seen, ready to have some kind of closure. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it was a really cool experience. Like, yeah. Um, but that was the biggest, one of the biggest takeaways for me from that is my energy definitely isn't the same. It so doesn't align with who I am anymore and notice how different it is.
0: Right. Like take And take credit for that. Like, take credit for that. Right. Take credit for the work that you've done and the growth that you've had. Like, own that and know it. That's one of the (laughs) hardest things, right? Like, sometimes I can look, I look back sometimes and I'm like, well, what a fucking basket case. Tyson says I wasn't. (laughs) Tyson says, he's like, no, you weren't. But in my head, I was. Like, you were talking about loops. I have some of the nastiest loops that you can ever imagine that I just... (laughs) And there are times where I will legit get stuck in my head yep. for hours. yep, right? or just like hours on this like loop and then it will bring up memories or whatever. Um, and it's really hard sometimes to get out of it. It's hard to pull myself out of it. Um, and something that I I read someone said some uh, recently where if someone I follow on Instagram and he's, He was a, he's a veteran and he's an amputee. So he, you Mm -hmm. know, um, has dealt with some shit from war. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and he said that for him, sometimes it's easier to be depressed or to stay in that loop because it's comfortable, because it's familiar, not because it's good or you like it, Mm -hmm. but because it's familiar and it's more familiar than being out of it. Right. What's outside of it at all. Yeah.
1: You and know. so I try to
0: tell myself that to get out of it, but super interesting. I, I wrote a couple notes down when you were talking. Um, I'm very interested in that type of healing session, but also probably not ready for it uh, from an emotional perspective. I don't know what's going to come out. I was going to tell you, know. well, I'm glad we're talking about
1: it. Cause yeah, I was okay. So I was dying to tell you about it. I didn't know how interested you'd be. So um it's a girl who uh, I met through my classes mm-hmm. and she is a psychologist and oh. um, she's wanting to kind of incorporate some of this into it. And so we're kind of just working together to experiment is what's happening. was in <laughs> it it's virtual? So like over- cool. Yes, we did this oh. over Zoom. Oh. Um, yeah. So, and Another point of right, magic is real. You yes, it's helpful to be in the same place because right, you're there with each other, but you don't need it. You can connect with each other. And I've never met her. And um, I should have asked her before. I didn't know that this would really come up today. So I I didn't say anything that I was gonna share this. Um, but I've never met her before. She lives in another state and there's such a connection with her. It, it's kind of like you, like we, we talked, we like met, us. we met this way um, yeah. before we met in person. And I immediately was like, oh, not I like her, but like, I feel something there. There's a connection right. with her. There's a her, real connection for sure. It's, it's like that with her. Um, so yeah, we talked the first time, just we did a zoom thing, just talking like, hi, mm-hmm. kind of, you know. Um, had a lot of similarities and so then our second thing we did the session and um, yeah so we're kind of experimenting with it she's helping me a lot um, Mm -hmm. and I'm helping her try to figure out like what she could do I mean she's she's amazing (laughs) and I'm like you you could you should just start I don't know what this is for (laughs) right but um, yeah like that's why I didn't know what to expect I knew I would have a good experience because I I know I trust her and I know that she's great at what she does and she's got Mm -hmm. some abilities um but it was I was surprised that it was so quick like I told you we started the music I immediately was there I was feeling things she was walking me through everything I was telling her she's like where do you feel that emotion I'm like my shoulders and she's like if you had a color to put on it what what color is it and I'm like it's green and she's like okay and how is it sitting on your shoulders and I'm like it's kind of draped like a like a drape it's kind of and she's like okay I'm like what the fuck when it it all connects and it all makes sense and then you know the end of the session um so so right I'm I'm sitting on my bed looking at myself and you know how do you feel and I'm feeling it you know and and um she's like you know you can sit with her you know talk with her how is she And, and it's just wild to see and um so she's like, you know, you you can take her somewhere where she's safe, where she's got mm-hmm. some privacy. And um, so I took my younger self to like this outside area that is just amazing. And um, I was sitting there, my younger self, looking at myself. And there's this jacket I used to wear with like stars on it <laughs> around mm-hmm. that time. Those jackets with like the thumbs—that would the little hole thumbs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And um, she was saying, she's like, you know, can you let go of uh, something to represent that energy? Or or I think is how it was um, some kind of letting go release. And Mm -hmm. like, I took the jacket off. My younger self took like the jacket off, gave it to my older self. And she's like, what's happening? And I told her, she gave me, little me gave me the jacket and she's like, oh. (laughs) so um I'm folding up this jacket holding this jacket and I'm like wow really holding this jacket and I'm like really there Ryan? Right? like it wasn't just a visualization like I'm really fucking there it was fucking crazy feeling it looking at me uh like in a time,
0: a familiar, time warp, time yeah.
1: some place where it's all stood still we were all to- you know we were together um
0: well, you know, they say that the past and the
1: future happen simultaneously. They so. do. You just have to find where to go, find the right person to help guide you to get you there. Right. Um, you know? And so, yeah, I had the jacket myself. My younger self was sitting against this tree. I gave her a notebook. She started writing and it's like, wow, she's been happy. I got to put the jacket in a box to honor it. And that's nice. how I went through that like healing session. That's and fucking awesome it's so it was such an intense experience like I was crying throughout the whole mm-hmm. thing feeling different um sensations throughout my body and I will tell you though I was having a lot of um annoyance in that area I think it's called a, your cervical vertebrae like the area where your like neck and spine kind of meet you know where it can hurt when you're like looking at your computer or like leaning over that like oh that's your thoracic or that Whatever, yeah,
0: like kind of between (laughs) your shoulder blades, up in that area, like like right up here at the top.
1: Oh, maybe that is your spine.
0: Yeah, that is your spine.
1: So that I was like, it was bothering me for a few nights, and it like usually doesn't. And then my shoulders—I mean, I always kind of carry tension in my shoulders, but they were really fucking bothering me. And then after we did that session, my neck hasn't bothered me since then. Like I said, I always kind of carry tension in my shoulders, but they've Mm -hmm. definitely been less tense than they were and I feel lighter and it's crazy and I've thought about that version of myself sitting under the tree writing some bullshit down uh, a few times and like it makes me happy I feel okay she's safe because you know I had nowhere to escape when I was young and I sure as fuck couldn't write in a diary because that shit would get read or found so no privacy so this is why I was outside but also with privacy um so I'm, I'm very excited to continue that journey and I'll share more with you as that develops and um yeah. I'm really encouraging her to like put something Close. together yeah. go with it do it like you've already got it you don't really need you know a lot of whatever t- practice I mean one session I thought that was fucking awesome
0: <laughs> maybe maybe when we're done you can share her information with me yeah or ask need her to...
1: if you ask her if it's okay I need to, yeah, I need to reach out to her and yeah. let her know that I did this.
0: <laughs> well, we haven't said her name, so she nobody knows. Um, but um,
1: I'll probably be able to give more information on that in the future.
0: Yeah. yeah. When you so just a side note question, um, when you think about your childhood or your teenage mm-hmm. years or whatever, do you have a lot of memories? Do you can you remember a lot? I on a regular basis it's 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 both I
1: remember everything always like everything always and I'm not I don't exaggerate that everything always (laughs) and um but there are pieces where I don't forget but it more of it will run together in certain places because it was all the same dreary fucking thing and then there's peaks of crazy shit throughout some of it Mm -hmm. I do have a lot of specific memories, though. There's not, like, anything that I don't really remember. Um, Like, I, so. I can remember shit back to, like, when I was three, fights that were happening around me, shit like that.
0: I guess, you know, I didn't really think about it like that. Sometimes I'll, like, gloss over stuff and say, well, I don't, there's massive chunks of my childhood that I don't remember, Mm -hmm. but, which is, really doesn't align with, how my memory actually works because- Right, because you remember everything too. Yeah, in real life, like, or whatever, in present life, I, if you, for example, for clients, you could tell me a name and I could tell you everything about their project, their phone number, their address, whatever, it doesn't matter. I can remember everything always, like you said. And so I, I wonder if I just choose not to remember a lot of stuff. And then if I try really hard, I can- it's possible Um, because
1: I think I think if you sat with it you could you could remember mm -hmm. more than you think that's right it's unpleasant
0: oh it is and that's why I think I avoid yeah it's unpleasant I avoid the unpleasant Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, I can help you
1: with the darkness though (laughs) I
0: I would would like that I would like that um I Um, wanted to ask you something not at all related to what we're talking about but I mean kind of because you mentioned the drum beats or whatever that she did Mm -hmm. have you and I don't know enough about it to really give you anything good. Have you ever heard the term hemi-sync? Remy-sync? hemi hemisync. sink. H-E-M-I. So hemisphere, like of your brain.
1: Oh, hemi. <laughs>
0: yeah, hemi <hemi-sync>. sink. <laughs> Have you ever heard that? No. So it, th- the way I understand it is that it is a frequency of sound that can get your brain in a way where you can astral project.
1: Yes. So this is how is it a shamanistic thing or a Native
0: American? It is literally the United States government has used it and it is alleged to be how uh like looking glass, project looking glass. Ah, I see. Worked. I with see. sound, sound frequencies.
1: I mean, sound is amazing. Sound can, you know, heal cancer. It heals ailments. Like it's sound. Why the fuck do you think the, you know, frequency of music was changed? Not again the conspiracies. I mean, that's not
0: a conspiracy. For sure. It's I fact. mean, that's what I said, Yeah.
1: <laughs> but
0: <laughs> Project Emmy sync is a thing that's okay. been, I think, declassified. So whether it's a thing or it's not, people are talking about it. So amazing. Um what did you just say about sound you know, oh the, the frequency of music mm-hmm. every time I hear mm-hmm. new music on the radio not new because I don't really listen to the radio anymore but Fuck like no newer music it sounds so it's off it's it the best word I can use for it like I know I know I understand keys and melodies and harmony and stuff and there's something in the music that is, like, just, like, a half a beat too slow. It just sounds distorted. distorted. The music sounds distorted. Mm-hmm. And it bugs me. It hurts. Like, I won't listen to new music. And even can. older songs that have been remastered sound distorted.
1: I haven't listened to actual music in a couple weeks now. All I have had on is either like frequency music or like nature sounds or something like that or nothing. And I usually have stuff on and uh, the last few weeks I haven't, I'm like, I don't want to listen to it. I don't give a shit. I just want to
0: go with the flow and it's weird, but I'm liking it. Interesting. The only music I've played in the last several weeks and then it, And then even before that, I've started listening, but it's reggae. I listen to reggae pretty much Mm -hmm. exclusively.
1: Ooh, when I come visit, we need to uh, listen to that and hang out on the Uh, porch. For sure. sure. (laughs) And do a a recording. That's coming soon. Get excited.
0: I know it's less than a month away. Um, It's possible we'll have our pool up, so we can float around and listen to some reggae.
1: a little float action it's
0: the best reggae in the pool is the best just so you know
1: I feel like there was something else that I wanted to tell you that was on that list but maybe that was it because we talked about the the honey badger
0: symbols um you also said you said well you said about how to interpret the power of using your intuition but I think we talked about that but you also wrote stretching it and then about research and relying on all of your senses oh yeah yeah I think we've covered I think we really touched on that mm-hmm.
1: yeah just um right stretching it so you know you have a feeling of something or you see something or you think something however it comes to you right stretch it don't don't run from it try to go oh, okay. beyond it and also when you're trying to figure out what something means like a message like a flamingo what is this what does this mean um when you look it up you know it's it's not always going to be like oh duh aha here's the epiphany of right the significance in my life of this when you see Um, the flamingo
0: it means x y z
1: right (laughs) so when you when you look up the information stretch your mind like read it and that stretch is you digesting the the cerebral information and twisting it and like in your brain (laughs) and then while it's twisting it's getting infused with like your emotion and your imagination and your intuition because that's what that is and then this is like the stretch so it's like oh I think it's this and then you're like that feels right
0: right that works
1: That's the stretch. It feels weird and uncomfortable. Like you're wringing out your clothes, like, but you also like it.
0: (laughs) You just reminded me of something that I want to talk about maybe next time or some other time. I have this constant little like sentence in my head that I think all the time, I I heard it somewhere. It's not mine. I didn't make it up. Um, Where memories, your memories are liars. Mm. And I really want to like expand on that and talk about that. I like um, it. how mem- Your memories are, are lies because your memories are, maybe they're visual. You can visually see them, but they're also totally manipulated by your emotions at the time, your emotions now and things that have impacted you since that actual experience to kind of manipulate you remember the situation so I want to talk about that and I also want to talk about this bizarre scenario or theory that you are connected to everybody in a way where I guess it's two theories but like everybody's experience is different so like even my experience of this podcast recording is Mm -hmm. totally different than yours because yours is yours and mine is mine, right? but we can recall it in totally different ways. So I I like to talk about stuff like that, you know, about how people experience the same thing differently. Um, And then how the idea that we're all the same person.
1: We are all one.
0: (laughs) Yes. Like I am you and you are me and you're just a different version of me experiencing something. So stop being
1: mean to fucking each other because we are all the fucking same. We all have problems. Understand your problems so I can help you with yours, and vice
0: versa. Shit. One one human family, as they say. Imagine. (laughs) Just like the song. Oh, how appropriate.
1: Uh, I made a note of that. So that's good. And you know, the memories are lies thing is perfect because that's a big part of your healing process. Like when you, however you heal, if you go to therapy, Mm -hmm. you do meditation, sound, whatever you're doing, you're going, you're playing memories, you're seeing memories, you're reliving them and you're experiencing them again, which is part of it. And then right. The other part is you're seeing it, how it actually happened. Oh, I'm or so glad. Yes. different perspective yeah. maybe you don't automatically see what it really is when you're healing but you at least mm-hmm. you, oh that's different you know what I mean as I'm you so, progress yes
0: it's so so important you said that because something that I've heard and thought about a lot recently is that you have to let go of the emotion attached to an experience
1: yes because or, you will never heal it you'll stay correct. in the loop e- energy e- emotions are energy in motion mm-hmm. they have to go somewhere yep. and if you stop letting them go somewhere and you keep letting them fester that's how they get fucking stuck and that's gross
0: right but in and some of it's like this weird like trauma bond right like you mm-hmm. have this memory it, it even if it's like a somewhat good memory right you have right. this memory of something happening but you're you don't want to let go of the emotion attached to it because you're afraid you're going to forget it or it's not going to mean the same thing to you. And Girl, I- you sound
1: like you just described me a little bit. No. <laughs> it's in my chart though, honestly. Is I have it? a, um, my moon and my Chiron are uh, close to each other in the same house. So it's like my deepest wound and what I'm in the mood to do are very close to each other. So mm-hmm. um I don't have to participate in my wound anymore, but man, I really feel emotionally connected to it.
0: Right. Because it meant something. It was a, you know, it, it was big a catalyst
1: yeah. or big defining yeah. characteristics. So, you know, that's something to heal for a lifetime, but thank God I'm a Scorpio so I can heal the darkness for my entire fucking life.
0: <laughs> it, yeah, exactly. And it just feels Yay. scary because you, you don't want to lose that part of yourself. But it's got to go yeah. out with the fucking old in with the new. Yeah. So I love that. I love this is a good place, I think, to kind of end. We have somewhere to go. This is probably hands down my favorite conversation. I'm loving that. this direction that we're going in. This was so much fun. I agree. I agree. And maybe, maybe some time down the road will change the name maybe it won't be a mission down the rabbit hole maybe it'll be mission to inner peace or some such shit like that <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I just made that up but that's funny yeah I've been thinking about that that's funny um, I uh yeah I love this and I love I love all the inspiration that I get from the people that that I listen to and and chat with sometimes and I'm totally manifesting us talking to those people And branching out, Um, yeah, I guess. Do you have anything else you want to say before we wrap it up? We're dreaming big and we are worthy of
1: it and more than capable.
0: So capable. As long as we get all the technical shit worked out. I know, like, I don't know what the fuck's up with my camera, but I'll figure that out. (laughs) I'll try and do better with the audio. I'll probably invest in a better microphone and I'll beg somebody to help me some intro music and shit in there so we'll get it worked out we'll get it worked out um but thanks for sticking with
1: us
0: (laughs) yeah for sure so this was episode seven of mission down the rabbit hole um i'm rayanne if you can find us on instagram at uh, mission down the rabbit hole with some underscores in there <laughs> you can email us at mission down the rabbit hole at gmail.com you can find us on patreon though there's nothing for you to find there unless you really want to just i don't know send us a message <laughs> on patreon mission down the rabbit hole we're gonna do some bonus episodes when we can get our shit together for regular episodes so yeah. You know,
1: we're we're trying to get that all figured out and get into a routine, but you know, the winter was, you know, a lot. I just had my wisdom teeth out, so, you know, all roads are open. You can find me on Instagram at intothemystic1109 if you are interested in a tarot reading or a birth chart reading or connecting in any kind of way like that. um, You could also email me at the same thing, intothemystic1109 at gmail.com. That's how you can uh, book sessions and reach me in a more professional kind of way.
0: So, yeah, um, we welcome your feedback, your comments, and excited to do the next episode. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.